0: at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and
1: conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It ain't easy now. How could I move forward? When I keep looking backward, I'm just standing still.
1: How can I fight this obsession? Have I Welcome back to another episode of the Scobo Show. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you. It's Tuesday night. It is 9 p.m. We have not started this close to on time in months, I would have to say. But in order to comment about that, I have to bring in who was with me as always, my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going tonight?
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a kind of freaky that we're kind of on time. So yeah, we're on we start, time. <laughs> we, we tend to take after our mother uh, as our as our father would say and <laughs> always be late. So
1: yeah, well, I mean our our goal is for us to get the show set up at nine and start by nine o five. We are early. It was 9.03. But the biggest reason is my softball season's over, so I don't have softball games on Tuesday nights anymore. So that's better and tomorrow is is my, my my youngest it's his first day of first grade. So had to get him to bed early, so had all that good stuff going on. So that's why we can now get going. It feels like we're in mid-season 4 and we're only 2 games into the preseason. So hopefully hopefully that's it. But uh we got a fun show tonight. I hope everyone's ready for it because this might take us like an hour and a half. No, we're not going to stay here an hour and a half. We got a lot to talk about because what we're going to get to, I'm going to go ahead and tease what we're going to ultimately be doing. We're ultimately going to be looking at the Steelers, you know, kind of by position group and some players within that, that we want to look at what we're looking for as fans going to, into the last preseason game. We want to say, hey, are they good to go or do they need to get going? In other words, there's going to be some players and position groups or and things of that nature that were like, hey, keep doing what you're doing. That's good. And then there's other ones like they really need to get going. So we're going to break those down group by group later. But first, we've got a lot of news to talk about. We've got a lot of news to talk about because it's Tuesday. There was no practice today. This will be the typical Steelers regular season schedule with one exception. And that was we didn't have a Mike Tomlin press conference. That's not going to happen until Friday because he does them late. In the week during the preseason, but during the regular season, no practice on Tuesdays, just Coach Tallman speaking. So uh kind of weird noting, you know, no no more training camp, everything else. Rich, before we dive into the news of the day, um any any overall thoughts now that the Steelers have moved on from Latrobe. Just it was nice to be back in Latrobe. Yes. Um,
2: yes, there that there was some weather. At times wreaking havoc with the schedule, but mm-hmm. that's gonna happen. Um, but overall was happy to see them get back to La Trobe and, and doing things there.
1: Yeah, it was it was really good to to know that that was the whole camaraderie thing. You got stuff coming from Coach Tomlin. I, I tell you what, I love the new Tomlinism. I've I've already used it a couple times now um and from his time yesterday um i had a nice little tweet about it where i kind of changed the question because i thought it was funny uh the person brian batko was who actually got the little video clip from and uh, i actually responded to a tweet he had today with his video clip uh which is something we'll talk about and that was the line of um what, what was it i don't send messages i just make moves that was, his, that was his thing. I don't send messages. I just make moves. So uh, really like that line. And that was appropriate for what was going on today where the Steelers made moves. They had to make five roster cuts. There was no one going to the IR to explain something that happens around the NFL. But it didn't apply to the Steelers. There, it was different today because starting today, players could be moved from the basically the preseason pup list to the act to the active pup list, which meant, um, or the the, the Ravens. How I, I might have messed up the names, but bottom line is, in the preseason, when you start the the training camp on pup, you're you count towards the ninety man roster. You could come back anytime, anytime. But if you start the regular season on the pup list, you don't count towards the roster and you have to miss the first four games. It used to be eight, then it was six, now it's four. but teams could designate somebody or designate not just somebody and as many as they needed to you in order to go on the uh, you have to be on pup the whole time. you can't come off pup and go back on pup. It doesn't work. And Pup is physically unable to perform. Once you're not on the pup list, you can't go back on the pup list that year. So, players that were on the pup list to start, I'm, I'm getting tired of the word pup already. How about you? <laughs> just a little. Just a little bit. All right. Well, then once they were put on the list for the season, that now means they no longer count as a roster spot, just like an IR spot. So it means that they're out for the first four weeks, but that kept some teams from having to cut as many players. Um, And there was other stuff dealing with the IR that could, could have been used now for this round of cuts, but the Steelers didn't need to use anything. They cut four players. So we'll kind of go at them. The first two two I'm going to kind of group together wide receiver. Um, I, I, I almost said Christian Kirk, but that's the receiver for the, for the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, um, I, I can't remember his name now. It was Christian. Uh, is it Watson? I know well, that's not it running back. Mateo Durant. We'll go ahead and say that one because I know that one's correct. Um, but for, for both of the players, they were guys that really just didn't get much of an opportunity in the preseason. and didn't make much of it. Um, uh, Christian, Christian Blake, 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 Blake. Blake, Blake. Yeah. Gotcha. Christian Blake. Thank you. Um, He was number 21. I know that he changed his number probably through camp, I think, uh, or else the Steelers just changed it on the website. So he had one reception the first game. Mateo Durant had three total carries. These were guys that weren't going to make the team and weren't really going to be around – weren't guys they were going to try to get on the practice squad. So they went. Not much – anything you want to say about those two or ready to to move on? No. Then it was – Nick Skiba or Skiba, however you say it, if you're a Wake Forest fan, you can probably tell me which way is correct because he set all kinds of records there at Wake Forest. Um, I think the Steelers did the right thing cutting him now because you knew he wasn't going to beat out Boz. Right. So if you cut him now, he has a chance to kick this weekend. If someone else needs to try out another kicker. So to me, they did right by him. This was the, the, the cut they needed to make. He, he, Did all the first game. He did the second half of the last game, so he didn't overwork Boz. Now it's time. You know it's going to be Boz. So he showed what he could do. I'd love to see him end up uh, kicking for someone on a tryout basis this weekend uh, just because it would be good for him. I I would like it. Anything to say about that one? No. You ready? Okay. Then it was the two big ones. One of them broke earlier in the day. We'll start with that one because, to me, that one was the one that was a little bit less shocking. But – I'm also going to be offering some of my infamous Dave perspective to stuff to be oh, like, oh, calm down people. Okay. And and with, with several different things, the first one, and someone reported this on Twitter. They were trying to get it verified whether this was really true or not. Might've been the first draft pick by anybody that has been f- flat up cut, not because of injury this preseason. And that was the Steelers uh, released, Seventh round draft pick, quarterback Chris Oladokun. There's been a lot of interesting things said about this one. Okay, Uh, good old good old Bear Jerry Dulac just said this goes to show how much of a wasted pick this really was. I don't agree with that. Okay, because they cut him in this round of cuts. Rich, do you think it was a wasted pick? No. Why?
2: Because the Steelers made it. (laughs)
1: Because the Steelers made it. (laughs) Now, to me, this was 100% an insurance policy. If one of your quarterbacks goes down or gets dinged up in camp, you need to have another body in order to do what you need to do. Yeah. And it didn't happen at all. And some people were like, well, why I've said in the past, why they didn't use an undrafted free agent, um, that who's to say he would have signed here. It was just easier to make that pick. So you didn't have to go fight for him or anything like that. Make that pick. And who knows, maybe, maybe the player they would have drafted with that pick was someone they got as an undrafted free agent anyway. So there's all that. Now, now it's time to set people straight in the live chat. You ready? Yes. He's not going to the practice squad. Name me one player. I'm, I've challenged a bunch of people out there. Name me one player the Steelers have ever cut before the last cuts that wasn't due to an injury that landed on the practice squad. I will wait all night if I have to. And well, I'll You're going to have to. We'd be waiting all night. We'd be waiting all night. You don't cut a guy and not have him practice for eight days because you want to put him on the practice squad. I've got people were saying, Oh, it's smarter to cut him now because it's less likely he'll get picked up. No. How does that make sense? Can, do do you see the logic Uh, uh, there? No, no, that doesn't make sense because yeah, there's at at most. what Okay. There was five players at most because some of them were, other teams were using that whole pup thing that I had to say pup way too much. Um, And they didn't have to cut five players. How many are all these teams going to have to cut next Tuesday? Okay. They all got to cut, what is it? 27. Okay. 32 times 27 is a lot more than 32 times five. And people are like, oh, well, with all the cuts happening now, he can maybe sneak through unnoticed. No, you can sneak through unnoticed before. But that's not even beside the point. Teams have 27 extra roster spots right now that they're not going to have next week. You could sign him now for a week and you have more room. Next week, you'd have to put him on your 53. So... That's why it's saying he's more he's more likely to get through. No, he is more likely to get picked up now than he would be next week. Hence the whole Steelers doing right by Skiba or Skiba to give him a week where he's more likely to get picked up. The same is true for Oladoken. Do you, anything you want to say about that? No, was a, was a little surprised. Um
2: but I think basically um I, Now you have to to assume kind of what the blueprint is for the Steelers moving
1: forward. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Your buddy Thaddeus. Sorry, I'm going to have to call you out, Thaddeus. They might have their eye on another quarterback for the practice squad. Now, you ready for this one? The Steelers don't keep a fourth quarterback on the practice squad. The only time they have ever done it more than outside of a week or two, sometimes maybe three if they had a – sometimes they'll, they'll bring in a guy that used to play quarterback that, that's that's a rusher or something like that that they can bring in just to do practices for a few weeks if they have a span of – like the one year where they had Baltimore, somebody else than Baltimore. They played Baltimore two out of three weeks. They kept someone on the practice squad that long. The only time they've ever kept a fourth quarterback on the practice squad for the season was 2020 because of all those stuff with COVID. Yep. And all that they didn't want a Denver Broncos repeat. So people thinking, oh, another one on the. Pr-. No, you don't need a fourth quarterback on the practice squad because, as you can see in training camp, how much did they even let Elodokan do? Next to nothing. Next to nothing. And therefore, why do you want to use one of your practice squad spots for someone that's doing next to nothing? So. That's, that's my piece there. Even, even people that are saying that, that it's, oh, this is a practice squad and this is beat reporters. I'm like, think this through. Think that if he was an undrafted free agent, would they be saying that? No, I don't think so. I think it's because he's a draft pick. They're thinking yep. that he's, he, he would go, you know, they had a seventh round draft pick a couple of years ago. Didn't even put him on the practice squad. So, so that's, that's. That's the thing with that. And and like and good old Kyle, not hashtag pay Kyle, but good old Kyle Christ says, what's the whole point to have a runner type QB to practice for Baltimore, et cetera? You know what you can do? You can pick up anyone for a week and do that. And you know who that person might be? It might yes. be Chris Lodoken, if he's not with anybody else. Yes. If he's not with anyone else, then go pick him up then. And if someone else picks him up, then go get someone else to do it. There's, a, there's other options out there. But do you think this says more about the other quarterback situation? What would you have to say?
2: Oh, I, I, I think it's just that the coaching staff knows what they want to ride with. So yeah. that's what they're going to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for those of you that are reminded, some people are trying to remember how they do it. The Steelers keep three on the roster, only have two active on game day. People also, another thing to remember, Joshua Dobbs was not on the practice squad last year. He was on injured reserve. Correct. There's a difference. He wasn't practicing. He wasn't doing anything of that nature. So that's that's what they were doing. Um, the only time the Steelers got away from that is they did do it whenever they traded Josh Dobbs. When they signed Duck, they initially only put him on the practice squad. So instead of they didn't have three and one, they had two and one. And then Ben got hurt and all that other stuff. Do you think I don't know. I ask you, Did did you see yesterday the the trade that went down yes. between the Oakland Raiders and the Minnesota Vikings? Yes. You, yes. Now. <laughs>
2: yes. yes. My thing Let me is your is next question already. Not yes.
1: saying that said something to the Steelers themselves, but did that maybe give even Steelers fans a little bit more of a dose of reality?
2: to me it was one of those hey it just set the market yeah and when you look at where it set the market i thought this yesterday and of course now can really say it was Mm -hmm. all the people that said that you know mason was going to ride the bus back out of pittsburgh with the lions on Mm -hmm. over the you know this upcoming weekend on sunday that that wasn't going, you know. When that came up yesterday, I said nope, that's not going to happen. And of course, now this happens. Well, how things went today, it's like it's definitely not going to happen.
1: Well, I'm not going to say definitely. I'm just saying it's not likely. And the thing is, maybe, just maybe. This, <laughs> this, this just this just dawned on me. I'm just going to throw it out there just to be crazy because I've gave some other crazy scenarios in some of the comments on the articles the dot com. Your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, and that is. Maybe you ever thought, oh, well, they've got a fourth quarterback there. They're they're really wanting to move on from him. We can get him for less. Maybe by cutting Oladokun. maybe if someone really wants Rudolph, they realize now they got to step up because the Steelers have no reason to get rid of any of their three quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I, I've been saying I thought maybe. they were going to roll into the season with them, and Oladokun would really have to show something for them to feel comfortable moving on from someone. Um, I still feel that way. It doesn't mean that that some if they get offered something really great, I also don't blame them for pulling the trigger. But I I just I don't think they're gonna do it now. I think you're right. So um, so it 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 definitely as someone just said in the live chat, as Christopher Eleven said, it increases Rudolph's value by the Steelers not having someone else in their roster. But I mean, really, if you had the option to say, oh wow. I have three quarterbacks and if two of them go down, I still have the option of depending on who they are of which two go down, then it's still going to be either Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. Sign me up, sign me up. You know, they don't need to move on from them. They're, they're actually okay. So maybe this is going to say, um, but I I felt that's kind of what they were going to do the whole time, unless something really, unless someone looked really bad or Oladokun looked really good. I think we've talked about that enough. We've got to get moving. Yeah, there's, yeah. So we've got one more. We still got the biggest well, surprise. You
2: know, you're being long winded again.
1: No, well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to cover about this. Because here's the other one. What did you think when you saw that the Steelers cut Gennard Avery? That that surprised me. That's a huge surprise. I had him as a roster lock, especially when I thought he looked very good on Saturday night. Now some people were trying to say, "Oh, well, he's just kind of kind of disappeared." The preseason? No, he didn't play the first game because he was injured, and the second game he started. Man, he had some fast pressures into the back into the backfield, and. He had one of the four Steelers quarterback hits. Can you make any sense of this of This cut? Mm, no.
2: Other, I mean, I can speculate on some things.
1: Okay, go ahead. Why don't you speculate and recollate?
2: Okay, I will speculate and recollate. There, there are a couple things. A, maybe he wasn't getting along well in the locker room. That's A. Yep. B. There was the talk, then he has missed time throughout camp. And you know what? What Mike Tom says a player's best ability is
1: that they that they can't make the team from Ava-
2: the thing. no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, availability. Availability. <laughs>
1: you know.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but to, they either that. Uh, my thought is it's got to be potentially one of those two things. He just wasn't getting along. Um, Mm -hmm. or they felt he just wasn't fitting the scheme, but I didn't see where that was the case.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will tell you, some of you despise the PFF rankings. I don't blame you. I thought they were kind of screwed up a little bit this week on defense when you have Devin Bush in the top five and TJ Watt in the bottom five for the Steelers defense, according to PFF from Saturday's game. A little bit crazy. But you know who the number two score was? Jannard Avery. Yeah. The only one ahead of him was Chris Steele, who did play well late in the game at corner. So I'm not saying I don't know if he played that well, but it's not like he played bad. So that was just who here's another one. So so yeah, this area wasn't a problem in the locker room. Here, maybe it goes like this. Maybe it goes uh the report was yesterday at practice. Oh, I keep messing up the middle syllable of his name. So I'm going to try to get it right. I'm pretty sure it's Hamilcar. Hamilcar Rashad. Yeah. He was getting the first team reps where Alex Highsmith wasn't out there. Not Jannard Avery. Now I thought maybe Avery was dinged up again, but if he's dinged up, they shouldn't just cut him unless he says, you know what? Don't do the injury thing. Just cut me. Let me go. You know, Maybe after Avery wasn't the, the guy out there, maybe he came to the Steelers and said, You know, I have a question. Am I gonna make this team? Because if I'm not making this team, can you let me go now so I could try to find another team? Possibly. That's a possibility. I don't know.
2: Well, at least he was nice mm-hmm. enough to do that and not pull the uh what's his name on us?
1: The what's his name? The um
2: um, now you see how wonderful I forgot him.
1: Um, are you talking last year? Um, Number eight. Yes. Melvin Ingram. That's it. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Yes. I almost Good said point Melvin point. Gordon. Cause That's I told him <laughs> ton last year. Yeah. So at least he didn't do that. You know, volunteers, not hostages. Maybe it was a volunteers, not hostages. I don't know. See, cause then someone else asked me a question and if he would have been cut next Tuesday, you know what my initial thought was going to be? What? He's coming back. He's coming back. He's that vested veteran that doesn't have to clear waivers that you can say, hey, listen, we got someone we're going to need to put on a, put on IR, so we have to keep them for a day. But you're, but we want you. We're going to bring you right back with how everything was. Yeah. We just have to have it be somebody. You know who they did that to last year? Arthur Mallette. Arthur Malette was not on the initial fifty-three man roster until the next day when who was it? It was it was to it. was McFarland and who was the other one that went on IR at the beginning of last year? There was three. I, I can't remember who the other one was. I'm sure someone else will remember. Um, and then he was one of the guys signed back, which makes sense. If that would have been next Tuesday that this happened with Avery, I would have I would have been certain that's what it was. I had someone ask me today, hey, is it a chance that that's what it was? I'm like, why would you not want him for the next eight days? Right. The only crazy thing I can think of is saying, uh, Coach, um, I'm the best man in my brother's wedding this weekend. Uh, I'm not going to be at practice for the rest of this week. i got too much to do. Can I get excused? Hey, how about – this is what we were going to do next week. How about we cut you now? You don't even have to worry about the game, and then we'll sign you that – that's such a crazy scenario. It doesn't even make sense. I, I can't figure out. It just had to be something, something else crazy. Um, I just BJ Finney. Uh, thank you. That no, he no, he was BJ Finney. Thaddeus. He was not one that went on IR. He was one that they cut and then brought back the next day when they put put Banner on IR. Um, but yeah, th- those are the kind of things they have to do. You're going to need some players that are like that. Um, if anyone has to go on IR. I just can't make sense of this everything. It's just not the right fit. Don't know. I mean, I I I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Someone else said Antoine Brooks. No, they just flat up cut him and we're probably going to put him on the practice squad. He got signed by someone else. Um, so and no, but it wasn't Dobbs. He was on the IR before that because he couldn't come back. Um, I'll 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 figure it out eventually. So whew. we that was a lot of stuff to talk about today. We we kind of needed to. Um, so here we go. We're going to now go to go to continue with the Steelers. And I'm just gonna ask you, and then I'll tell you what I think. Was as they go into this last game with the 80 guys they have now, we're gonna go through group by group and tell me, do you want do you want to just see this group perform like they have been going? Or do they really need to step up? And then we can we can talk about individuals within that. You ready to go? Sure thing. All right. Let's start with, with the main one. And I, I think I think this one might not take much discussion. Let's start quarterback. What do you want to see from the quarterbacks this Saturday? Do you want to see you wanna see what they've been given, or do to, you want to or do they need to make a big jump? Yeah, I'd love
2: to just keep seeing them doing what they've been doing this preseason completing a lot of passes moving the moving the team down the field making plays
1: and I'd like to see them you know standing on their own two feet but that hasn't that's not as much that's to do with really that them. we'll get there <laughs> but uh, yeah I said on the post game show that going into the season I was under the impression of oh I hope they don't start picking if he's not ready oh I hope they don't start picking if he's not ready I'm saying now, if they choose that that's the best one, I'm I'm not going to say that. I, he's he has done better in the preseason than I expected. Um, yes, but mm-hmm. they don't. I, I'm feeling that they don't
2: mm-hmm. have to start him because I feel that the other yeah. quarterbacks have done well in the preseason as well. So, yeah, and um, I
1: still think that this game's going to matter
2: to that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, I have an article coming out tomorrow. Just some it's about some gentle reminders to fans. Remember when it comes to the quarterback competition, there's more to it than what we see. For for example, and I'm not gonna say which quarterback you guys might you might think I'm speaking of one, but I might not be, be, be speaking about them. Um and and I'm going to say this. Sorry, well, I'll I'll get to you, Timothy, here in a second. And that is We don't know how much of the playbook each one has available, right? You might, I mean, as a former coach, I might have one player that all I have is one quarter of the, of the play sheet on one side. I have another player that's got the whole front side, but I got another player that I could run anything on front or back and they're good to go. I don't know which quarter, I mean, you might say, well, Pickett would probably be the most likely to not have as much because he's new to the NFL, but I'm not saying that either. But that's a factor that we'll never be able to see. And we might see a quarterback that goes out there that can only run 15 plays, but they only have 13 plays on offense and they look great in those plays. The question is is there more? So remember there's things like that behind the scene. I will just give you an example. We got did, did you find any other um comments from 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 him because all I, it was I can't Tim say that put I've nine seen nine in three. the tip jar from Timothy Whiteside. So Twice. Twice we're going to get the other one. I'm looking through to see if you have a comment. Any comment you say, Timothy, I'm bringing up because obviously there was nothing in this one. So I think I saw one where he just screamed. If I can find it, um, dude, dude, there. Okay, there's one. I, that was a says. I may be crazy, but I believe in the boys this year. Our O line needs serious help, but defense wins Super Bowls. I can get on board with that. And then he had another one here because he said, pick it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it was tough. And then he then of course had the other 1999 in the chip chart. Thank you very much, Timothy. If you haven't, if I see another comment from you, uh, we will bring up your next one. And so, so you get it for free. I think we're good with the the quarterbacks. Seeing what we've seen wide receivers. Do you want to, hey, keep doing what you're doing, or will they really need to step up? No, wide receivers. Keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Anyone in particular in that group that you feel might fall outside of that? Um, No, not really. I have one if he plays.
2: Okay, so now you go ahead. Uh, 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 okay, go ahead.
1: If he plays, we would want to see CA3 step up because we haven't seen him. Sure. Calvin Austin. Yes. Other than that, the the biggest thing with the wider receiver stepping up is fighting for a roster spot. Yep. Okay. Next, tight ends. D- really tight yeah. ends just kind of keep doing what they've <laughs> I, been doing. Yeah.
2: I I yeah.
1: I I agree. I agree. My my do you have an exception in there? Anyone in particular you'd like to see? Um
2: well, I, I think you're going to see a lot of Connor Hayward and Kevin Rader because I think they're fighting it out for the for the TE three spot.
1: Okay, yeah, and I would like to see from Connor Hayward more more like Game One and less like Game Two. But that's the difference between you being out there so much in that first week because both Forever and Gentry were out, right. It was just it was just different from there. I would like to see him, even if he's not out there with the main group, I would like to see him more like what he brought in that first game than what we saw this past week. Agreed? Yep. Yep. I'm I'm good there too. All okay. right. We'll save the we'll say the biggest for last. So we'll go next we'll go running back.
2: Dang, people are gonna hate that I say this, but you know. Uh, I, I think this is the week where it's determined if Benny Snell makes this roster or not.
1: I think he's going to make it because of what he does on special teams. I, this year, I don't want him to do, to do it because I'm afraid then they'll use him. I don't want him to use him. If you want him for special teams, fine. But don't feel like he has to be your next option at running back because, my goodness, I I have been a defender of Benny Snell for a long time. But there was a huge difference watching him try to run on Saturday night than what there was with even with specifically Jalen Warren and even possibly Anthony McFarland trying to, you know, trying to run an outside toss, it just seemed like it took him forever to get there. And running up the and then running up the middle, you'd come up in a little bit of a stutter step and not actually go where the hole is. Where when they handed off to Jalen Warren Warren, he just exploded. He just exploded. It was a whole different... It was in a whole different gear. But I would like to see step up from the running backs. Because I would like to see Najee do more than what he did the first two games. And that is actually get a couple carries. Yeah. I would like to see Jalen Warren do a little bit more than we did the last game and get back to like what he was the game before. Not that he was bad. It's just the running game in general wasn't there. And I'm not blaming the running backs strictly for this, so I'd like to see them do a little bit better, show a little bit more. Mainly because I want to see Najee actually show a little bit in this game. You you agree with me?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I do. It, it's it's. I, I don't need to see <laughs> huge huge step.
1: Yeah. You know, oh,
2: no. it's, it's just like to see a little more. We
1: we need to see some more from the, from the running backs
2: and yeah. in particular, the running game.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm not, I don't want to lay it all on the running backs, but last year it was Najee Harris and then everyone else. It's still going to be Najee Harris and everyone else, but boy, it'd be nice if everybody else was better than last year, which would be nice. Uh, side question, because it, we're on this subject before we hit the last offensive group. This one week from now, when we were on this show, and we'll be talking about the Steelers roster cuts. Are we going to talk about Jalen Warren on this team? Yes. I like your answer. I'm going to give one a little bit different. We better be. Well, yeah, because. I'm going to be ticked if he's not on this team. If he's not on I really this team, am.
2: I'm not going to be, I am not going to be surprised. He He won't, he won't clear waivers.
1: No, he won't.
2: He won't. No, be he won't.
1: If you watch how hard he's running behind that offensive line, someone's going to take him. Yep. But yet, there's a lot of other, there's other bigger running backs out. Like, there was one cut today. I know that some Steeler fans are like, ooh, ooh. I'm like, I'm fine with Jalen Warren. I really am. And honestly, I thought, I think Anthony McFarland's looked better this year than I've ever seen him. I agree. It's Please stay well. healthy. Just yeah. stay healthy and you'll be fine. But I mean, I would be great if it was. You know, if it was, if they, and if they decided to keep four fine, if they want to keep Benny Snell for special teams, but my goodness, you don't even, don't even hand them. A, don't even put them on the field on offense. Just let them play special teams. Okay. If if you're insisting on doing that, but I'm fine. I I want to see, you know, Warren coming in and taking a few carries. And I want to see McFarland as a guy that could be your change of pace back. That, that's kind of what I see. So I think we're on the same page there. Yes. Ah, uh, so here we go. Last group. <laughs> you want to go ahead and give the answer before I even say what it is? Oh, we 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 need to see a lot. We need to see a lot
2: more out of like, the offensive. Like line. this group needs to play three quarters of the game, you know. It's like um mm-hmm. we we've got to see we've got to see some improvement. Um In both run blocking and pass blocking.
1: Yeah. See, the first week, the run blocking was better. Yep. There was not. I mean, you could tell that they were going up against a different level of competition this past week. Yes. I mean, Jacksonville's defensive front is the real deal. They're supposed to be out there making plays, too. And the Steelers' offensive line did not. This is an area for concern. But are you ready to make wholesale changes with all kinds of crazy stuff with it?
2: All kinds of changes? Yeah. No. But I can tell you what I'd like to see. And that is I'd like to see Kevin Dotson be named the left guard and roll with those five.
1: Yes. that you did. It's almost like you listen to the post-game show. Because I brought it up. Jeff... Instantly agreed with me when he was about ready to bring it up. Brian gave draft the credit on, on, on the Q and a, when I said it first, but I'm, I'm not going to be petty like that at all. Am I? But we both agree. No, never never, I wouldn't be like that at all. No. Name the starter. It's not helping your new center or your second year left tackle to not know who's going to be playing next to him. You just need some cohesion. Now, there are some that are suggesting, and I know some even on the BTSC staff suggesting, oh, maybe they should change, flip flop, Daniels, and Dotson. Dotson did play right guard the first. He didn't. It wasn't in every game, but when he played during the first six games of his rookie year, he played right guard because it was it was DeCastro that was out. Correct. So, But since then, he's only played left guard, didn't play a single snap at right guard last year. There wasn't, like if you look at PFF scores, whether you like it or not, there wasn't a huge difference between one versus the other. He actually played better at the end of the year, his rookie year. He was playing at left guard, but you would kind of expect a rookie to be playing better at the end of the year, regardless of which side he was. So, And when it comes to guard, you've got to play it whether it's left or right. I mean it's all about which which it's which foot you're stepping with first and things of that nature. Um it shouldn't be that big of a different. It's just a mirror image. And if James Daniels is struggling to get acclimated, do you really want to change it if you don't need to? That's my question.
2: Yeah. Uh, nah, nah.
1: Yeah. So so to me, I think they just need to be running this main unit as much in practice as they can and let those guys work it out. It's going to be a work in progress. My article that I have coming out tomorrow, I've already referenced it once, okay? Sometimes new players take time. And I was excited about James Daniels. A lot of people were excited about James Daniels. Sometimes they take time. And my reminder was... Remember when Je- um, – Jeff? Oh, I forget what his middle name is. Is it Hardcore Jefferson? Hardcore um, Hartman? That was that was from the that was from the preview last week uh, where he changed his middle name. Um, no, he was it's he was claiming. Yeah, Jefferson about Bartholomew about Hartman me. last year was claiming the trading for Akello Witherspoon might have been the worst trade of Kevin Colbert's time oh with the Steelers. They gave up a fifth-round pick for him, and it cost him another fifth-round pick in, in the compensatory formula. And all we did early on was give up one big, long touchdown, help lose game, blah, blah, blah. Notice what happened. I think it was right around week 11 or whatever it was, or game 11. They had to call on Witherspoon. He was much more acclimated, leads the team in interceptions. And what were those same Steelers fans saying? We gotta in. got we to gotta sign him. Got sign this guy. That's so very- that's the thing. Right now... After two preseason games, we were like, oh, my goodness. And I I fear, because I say not all free agents work out, and I I fear that, oh, don't tell me that's what's going to happen with James Daniels. It's two preseason games. Yes, it's concerning, but don't give up. Don't give up on him. Don't give up on him. Give him some time. You agree? Yes. What else do you want to say about the offensive line? Play better. Play better, okay. Play better, okay. I said this in this. I I think it was the Slack channel, and Matty P chimed in and agreed with me. We were on the same page. The best offensive lineman through two games for the Pittsburgh Steelers has been. Some people might say they thought it was Mason Cole, but it's not. It's actually Chuksekor. Chuksekor. Now, is he setting a really high standard? Not that I think. But, but out of all of them, he's, 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 he's done the most, he's been the most consistent. We'll just say that and not consistent. Like, Oh my goodness, that's terrible. Like Dan Moore. He had, he had some great run block in that game. You were at, but man, did he struggle this, this past week? So yes. um, everything real quick. I want to answer a question. Uh, Gabriel Golden says, "Looking for a new place to watch the games this year in Hagerstown, Maryland area. Any suggestions? Uh, there's a Permane Brothers in Hagerstown, Maryland. Hit up a, hit up the Permane Brothers. The other place is there's a place close to the airport called the Colonial Inn. That's a Steelers that's a Steelers bar. Those are two places you can go. You're welcome. All right. So oh, I thought you were going to tell them they could go to, to, to you know Jefferson, Bartholomew Yeah, that's funny. All right, so." Anything well, else with the no line we could, talk, we could have talked offensive line the whole show.
2: Yeah, we could have. Yeah, yeah, we could Let's just go on. Everybody knows line is, everybody knows the issues that are there. Yeah. Everybody knows the work that's got to be done there. They we really, talked about it a little bit.
1: Time to move on. They really got they really got reamed out. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So gotta gotta do what you gotta do there. They got called out. Let's see what they do. In week three, it's not going to be as tall as a task. I feel going against Detroit and at home, even though it'll be, you know, for the second straight week, they're going to get the majority of the teams uh, of the team starters for the through the first half. Um, so so that's good. I still think that was a good test last week. So defense, defensive line, improvement, more of the same. Um
2: improvement in the area that it would be nice to see Kim Hayward take a few snaps. Yep. Um, some more snaps for, for Larry O. Um, And just partly because we need to continue to see improvement um, overall in the run defense, which I think starts up front.
1: Yeah. Okay. Steve, I, I think it's a hodgepodge. I couldn't believe. I thought the Marvin Leal played much better this week. He had an awful PFF score. Like, barely. Bare, this is how bad it was. It was barely above TJ Watts. Ooh. <laughs> Because they they had Watt on it. It just, or, or or did yeah. he write um, home to celebrate?
2: Man, I beat T.J. Watt my yeah, score yeah. this week. So,
1: no, I thought he played. He had one of the he had one of the sacks. Him and Watt had the two sacks. They had them in the bottom six. I know that. So, crazy. but I mean, it's it, it is what it is. You've still got to play every every. I, I'll be honest with you about T.J. Watt. I did notice on the one play, they ran a play. They ran play action. T.J. started his rush, stepped back like he was going to play the run, then realized it wasn't there, and then got back to his rush. And that was just enough time for them to then come throw. I can't remember if they completed it or not. But I'm like, that was must have been pretty good play action because they got him. They got him on that one. So um, it happens. It happens. And you know what? The other thing that could get him is for him to think that it wasn't a handoff, and then it was, you know? The other team's supposed to disguise what they do as well. So defensive I think it's a hodgepodge of different stuff with players. There are some – Isaiah Loudon, he only played five snaps, and they didn't say anything about him being injured. That was kind of surprising to me. A little bit? Yeah. So I I think with the defensive line, I think it is overall see a little bit more. You know, take it a little bit next level, but it's not the same for everyone across the board. All right, Edge.
2: um i'm gonna go i'm I'm gonna go similar again would like to see a little improvement a couple more snaps for tj like to see alex highsmith get in a few snaps this week hopefully hopefully um and, and just um when it's not those guys continue to see some improved play from our guys on the outside
1: Yeah, I think they do need to take. They do need to step up, mainly because of the cut that happened today. Yeah, if that's the case, then let's see more from what the Steelers have. They must have other things that they, other players that they really like. That maybe part of the reason it doesn't make sense to to Steelers Nation that Avery was cut was because they aren't. They didn't see what the coaches and the Steelers office are seeing of some people that they really like. So I would, I would, I'd see that. All right. Inside linebackers.
2: Oh man, this is the one we should have saved for last over here. No, I'm just oh. moving. I'm just moving down the, I, I know. Man, um, yeah, we uh, need to see some greatly improved play pretty
1: much across the board. Yeah. Oh, someone reminded me that louder milk was dinged up in practice earlier in the week with some ribs, but was surprised that you know he's that he still played, but only played so little. that was a little upset. But yeah, back to what you're saying here's this was the thing. I wrote the article because I couldn't believe it. PFF had great scores for the Steelers inside linebackers across the board except for one player. And that one player Miles, was Miles Jack Miles
2: Jack. Not be honest
1: with you, Miles Jack did not play as well against Jacksonville as he did the week before in his limited snaps against the Seahawks. It was okay. And I thought the other players played played better than what they did the week before where they had really low scores. I didn't think it was that much of a change to go from a – I mean, it was like – it's almost like – it's kind of like this it's it's kind of like are, are are you getting scored by the australian judge or by the or by the the, the chinese the east, or the russian By uh, the east
2: german judge
1: the east yeah. german yeah you know that that's the point it's almost like someone different judges. i mean to to go from the 40s one game to the 70s the next or from the 80s the, the first game down to the 40s the next i don't think anyone changed that much on the on the on the inside linebackers except who do you think made the biggest jump, Mark Robinson? Mark Robinson, yes, yeah. Yes. Got to go with Shannon White's guy. Yeah. I will say this: he
2: looked well, in a a great. I don't want to say surprise, but it, his play has. Um, put it this way: I'm seeing why Shannon
1: was so big on him. Yeah, the first his, game, it seemed his, like it, he was nervous, and it was all it was a big stage. Nuts. He relaxed, and he relaxed, and played football. In, in game two. So he's one I want to see I want to see him just do what he did last time. Yes. And I'm good with that. Because um he could he could be I don't know if he's an answer for anything this year, but he's someone to that you want to be excited about going forward. Um yeah, because he he looked lost the first game and he looked like he belonged that last one. Yeah. So um really relate really like to anything else about the inside linebackers.
2: Um Nah, not really. Just <laughs> they, they've they got a long way to go here. Sorry.
1: Good old Steelers Nation Australia. Mark, uh, I, I assume that's Marky e. D. Um, just because he's logged in under under that one rather than – but maybe it's not. I know he's part of Steelers Nation Australia. He said the Aussie judge would score to 99, so it's solid 66. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Okay. I, I, so yeah, Mark Robinson, pleasant surprise. I don't know if he's ready to say, oh, let's just throw him out there next to Jack. Not sure about that. I'm not. The Steelers think that's what they got to do. Hey, that's what happened to Vince Williams when he was a rookie. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that all works out. Do you want to split the safeties and corners or are you okay just doing them all together?
2: Um, I'm okay just doing it as the the secondary. Um, and, and actually, I, I, I'd like to really just some of the continued the continued play in the secondary yeah I've been decent you know I, I felt they've played decently especially considering a lot of the vanilla coverages that have been dialed up yeah they've done all right with um I haven't seen any glaring mistakes put it that way yeah and, and that's what I, what I'd like to see them continue to do Don't make Mm -hmm. the big mistakes.
1: Yeah. I thought Cam Sutton played better the first game than the last game. I thought Terrell Edmonds is looked strong. Yes. I've thought um, Chris Steele actually got snaps and played, played well, but I, I still think he's a guy that's fighting for the practice squad unless he really shows something this week. I still think, um, lust Jane is on his way. Sorry. Justin Lane is on his way out. Um, even with the interception, because like that was not an impressive interception. That was a horrible throw. Yes. Yeah. So, it's not like he made this great play. All he had to do was reach down and catch the ball where the quarterback threw a terrible. So, um, which which is nice. I mean, hey, you take the turnover, you take it, you That's take right. it. But um, but he, uh, you know, the the safety. I've Trey Norwood did not have near near the. He went. He went from the top PFF score the first week to the bottom one when it came to the secondary. Um the second the second game. But um I'm so I'm still fine with it. I'm fine with a lot just as a unit, keep doing what you're doing. Yep. All right, before we move on, we gotta do one more thing. Yep. Special teams, special teams. Um <laughs>
2: In terms of the punting, I want to see them continue to do what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. I'll even pick on the long snapper. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because you haven't messed anything up. Yep. That's the big thing. Don't mess anything yep. up. It hasn't messed anything up. Oh I my goodness. Feel... Did you
1: see the free kick. Oh yes. A free kick after a safety is supposed to give a team really now, good field position. Remember, I told you <laughs> re- remember when, when I you told were there you
2: at training camp, the one that he boomed there. Yeah. That's what that kick was. Yeah. Was the one he hit that one day in training camp. He's
1: like, no one's coming at me, bro. I don't have to rush it. I can just give everything I got into it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the guy didn't field it cleanly, which helped. But I mean, my goodness, he had to go back to the 10-yard line to get it. You (laughs) know, I, I want to see Boz
2: get a few more reps in. I was yep. disappointed. Which he then. will now. I mean it was 53 yards
1: or whatever. 53 yards. He hits two thirds of the way up, up the, upright. the upright. And if he and if he's off by 2 inches. I know. Because it hit and deflected towards the inside, it just came back too much. Yep.
2: So, yeah. But I'm really not worried too much about special teams. I want to see them kind of just keep doing what they're doing. Like to see uh, you know, Hartman keep hitting those good forty-five-ish yard punts with the huge hang time. Those yep. have been kind of nice. Yes, so
1: I really like the hang time. Yeah, the hang time. I really like I'm, the hang time. Road. I I would rather him kick it forty-five to forty-eight yards with the hang time than him kick it sixty yards. Because Without the hang time. Because you don't want the return. You kick That's... it sixty yards, and you you know because you're hitting it a little bit lower trajectory the guy's going to return it 15 yards anyway, or more. So, yeah, I, I want to see them keep doing what they're doing, even with Boz missing that one. I'm good with that one. So you got anything else you want to say overall? No, we got to get rolling here. Let's get roll. I told you we were going to – hey, we're in the season, man. We're ready to, we're ready to roll. So you all know what's coming. Don't put it in there yet. Rich, Steelers' final preseason matchup, They're going against, it's weird to not say the Carolina Panthers, they're going against the Detroit Lions at Acreshurst Stadium this Sunday at 4.30. Hey, I'll let you all know, I don't know if I'm using my tickets or not yet. I might have them out there available. I'll have to put it out there. Um, I was was possibly going to go, but now I'm not sure. So stay tuned to the preview if you think you might be interested, or reach out to me if you think you might be interested. Um, What do you expect from the Steelers? What do you think this score is going to be?
2: I uh, expect to see the starters get more time in. Um, I expect to see a little, a little more, you know, a little more of the playbook on offense probably. Um, I expect the uh, Steelers win the game, 24-17.
1: 24-17. That's a, that's a pretty good score. Now, like I said, I don't give my score until the preview because I forgot the first week because it was new. I was just excited. So, uh, yeah, it's funny because the – what was it? The first week, I was like, oh, it's going to be a low-scoring game and it'll be a high-scoring game. So then the last week, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a high-scoring game. It was a low-scoring game. It, it, it's crazy. I, I will ask you this before I read any of these. I know people that are flying up there. I'm going to ask you the exact thing that I was curious about. Did you even care if they hit that kick at the end? No. Jacksonville. Did it matter? It didn't change anything for me whether it was a win or a loss based on that kick. No. And I was I was happy that they made it 57. That's they did a good job of not making it 47. Right. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay, so so here we go. Let's give all oh, Kathy, she was ready. She was here first. 3113. I like that one, Kathy. Hey, I'm the Alex. Like, so I'm not gonna say Steelers unless someone says something different. Have we had anyone predict anything other than Steelers through two weeks? Uh we no. have not. <laughs> Until this one. Because Steelers Freak says 20 to 20. Mason plays to a tie again because the Detroit Lions playing in Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, Steelers Freak. I, I, I gotta give you that one. Um Except I don't, it wasn't 20 to 20 before, but uh, but that didn't matter. But that was pretty good. Steel Dog 88 says 21-17. 27. Oh, I read that. You know why? I was reading the next one. and thought they were different. Because BF Bud also says 27 to 17. Okay. Uh, Michael O'Malley says 44 to 13. Uh, George Rice says 31 to 10. Uh, Steeler Chick 46 says, tw- says 24 to 21. Ooh. Remember, the Lions already announced they're not playing their certain quarterback. We don't know who's playing yet for the Steelers in what order for their quarterbacks. Uh, Steelers Pittsburgh says 27-13. Reginald Rivers says 27-20. State of the Steel, Daniel J says 35-15. I like that one. That's that. that that's interesting. Um, John Butte. Did I say that right? It's a Butte. Oh, yeah. oh, it's a Butte. Okay, Mark Marky Deal, tell me if I said that right. Uh 23 to 7. Uh Devin Logan, 24-14. Uh Tyler W says 20 he says 28 to 31. Lions. Only because I oh, said he it. did he that, had to go because, and do that. Yes. You, knew thank, you Tyler. I said it. thank you. Thank Tyler. you, Tyler. It's already thrown off because we had a tie thrown in there. So um Sherry Richards, always with us on Facebook, says 30 to 13. Justin Gall says. 31 13. That's another one like Kathy's was I like that nice score. Um, that nice palindrome. Uh, George OTJ says 31 17. Uh, that's am I frozen or is that the, the end that you have right now as that's well? The end that I have right now as well. Oh, Who? Oh, my... Occam's Ox 27 17. So, this is one if the Steelers. I was fine if the Steelers didn't win last week on the road. A team playing their starters longer, everything else that would have been cool. You know what? This one, they're playing at home. I I, I want to see a victory. I really want to see a victory uh, with this one, even if it's another w- ugly win. Uh, I'd still rather see that than other words. And we got Steelers nation, Australia, one hundred to zero Lions because because he says is that Dave is way off. Is that, way, what that, was that what it's supposed to be? I think it's supposed of. to
2: be way off, not way off. Okay. Up.
1: Yeah, that's all right. Um, <laughs> pronounced you beauty. <laughs> be- beauty. I don't know. I can't even say it. Claude Bishop, nine to three. Claude Bishop, nine to three. Um, and of course, the big one that is most important that Jennifer says, No injuries. No injuries. Yes. So um, Occam's Ox says Akersher going to be fired up. Sounds weird. But no, I think it is going to be fired up because there's still a lot of excitement to see how this quarterback battle is going to finish up. So Rich, do you want to hit us with your closing thoughts? I'm tired. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> you are, It's not that late. We started on time. That's why and, we uh, can go I, long.
2: I know, but it's been, it's been a, a long weekend and I am into my busy season at work, but one thing does have me excited, and that is more Steeler football. More Steeler football. Here's the best part. Ready for this? I, I'm going to mm-hmm. blend football and work here for a second. Okay. For me, it doesn't get much better than this. Okay. Got the football game this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Steelers-Lions. No football the following weekend. Mm-hmm which is fantastic because that's opening weekend at my school. (laughs) So I could work all weekend and not have to worry about football. football. And then the next weekend, I get a two for one. Yep. Bow season opens on Friday (laughs) and the Steelers play on Sunday. There you go. Doesn't get much better than that. Can't wait. When I know that it can never really be the same. How could I move forward when I keep looking backward? I'm just standing still. How can I
0: fight this obsession?